Hello, my name is Sarah and I am your Chakra Coach. On this podcast, we'll be exploring how the chakra system can guide you to grow your emotional, mental, physical, and spiritual wellness, leading you closer to your highest self. Hey there, everybody. What's going on in your world? You good? I have been having conversations lately, both online and off, with people who are struggling in their relationships. I think this is like the tale as old as time. We want to connect and be deeply involved with someone, but then there are problems and we wonder if we're happier without that person or if there would be someone else that would make us happier. So today, I want to talk about relationships and chakras, specifically the root and sacral chakras, how what's happening in these energy centers can be affecting your relationship. And for our purposes today, I'll primarily be focusing on romantic relationships, but these principles can be applied to friendships, working relationships, relationships with your parents, children. The concepts are the same, just maybe how you interpret them for your situation will change. And let me say before we get started that this is not an episode about how to change your partner or heal your partner or anything like that. We each work on ourselves. The change happens from the inside out. We're all looking to be accepted and loved the way we are, not with conditions about changing to fit someone else's ideas of who we should be. And if we want that for ourselves, then I believe we need to be willing to offer that to our partners, even when it's hard. So much of our unhappiness in relationships comes from our expectations that people and situations will be different than what they are. We have this checklist of things we want to see and experience from other people, and then when they don't deliver, We think that they've failed and that they need changing. I'd like to suggest the uncomfortable idea that it's us who can change. We can let go of our relationship owner's manual. Again, you'd like to be in charge of yourself and not have your behavior dictated by someone else's expectations. So would your partner. So even in relationships, we do the work on ourselves first. We don't need to look to another person to complete us. It's lovely. It's lovely when that happens in those moments. But be careful about looking for that all the time. When we rely on another person to make us feel whole or at peace, we're, we're bound to be disappointed and unhappy. That That isn't to say that you should settle for being treated poorly or stay in an abusive relationship. There are very good reasons for relationships to end. However, until we find that balance and peace within ourselves, 
we won't have it in a relationship either. At, at least not reliably. A solid, loving relationship can make it easier to do the work. It can be a soft place to land when you're struggling. It can help you tap into that place in yourself where you feel at one with the universe, which I think maybe what we mean when we say we feel complete, but that place is in you with or without that partner. If they help you find it, that's amazing and beautiful. It's when we expect another person to help us live in that place all the time that we create suffering in ourselves. Because that's a lot to ask of another person with their own struggles and imbalances. So we're going to spend this episode talking about chakras and relationships and how finding balance and flow in our own energy centers can improve our relationships, not by changing another person, but by improving the flow between us and strengthening our own ability to find that place of love within ourselves. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious lolly Focus Pops or lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Let's start with the root. Since the root chakra is responsible for our feelings of grounding and security, it's not uncommon for those of us with root imbalances to feel insecure in relationships. And a lot of times, the relationship is secure, but previous root chakra trauma has decreased our willingness and ability to trust ourselves and to trust other people. We might spend a lot of energy worrying about our partners leaving us or finding someone else. Even if there's no evidence for this, the thoughts sit in the back of our minds, gnawing at us, and we dwell on it, think about it all the time. And sometimes it happens. Things we think about all the time tend to be drawn towards us. And that's, remember learning that in the manifesting series. Our thoughts become our reality. And that's not to say if your partner leaves you, you caused it or that it's someone's fault. More to say that insecurity breeds more insecurity. If your root chakra is out of balance, you may find yourself drawn to less stable relationships because they feel normal. They feel like what you're already experiencing. They feel ungrounded. They, they feel home. They feel like that's where you belong. It can also be that a violation of trust or security within your relationship shakes your root energy and until you can find your footing again, the relationship struggles. In these cases, it can be tempting to put the responsibility for healing on the other person. And there is absolutely room to work together on healing the relationship. But as you know by now, no one 
can heal your energy for you, at least not long term. Perhaps you can find a way for your external environment to support your rebalancing efforts, whether that's space or time or even actions. Do be careful about creating a lot of rules around your environment, though, only because most people don't do well with losing their autonomy. And while it may help in the short term, long term, we can't rely on others to take responsibility for us. So if this is the state of your relationship experience right now, focus on calming, grounding exercises. Work on developing trust in yourself. Practice trusting yourself and your decisions. Notice your insecure thoughts. Try to witness them rather than react to them. When you can interrupt the insecure narrative, and replace it with a conscious thought that you want to think, that you really want to believe, you can make a lot of strides towards security. A belief is just a thought we get really good at thinking. So when we can select our thoughts mindfully and with accuracy, we can stop the old destructive patterns and create new healing ones for our root chakras. The sacral chakra is the seat of emotions, so an imbalance here can definitely cause issues in our relationships. One way is if your sacral chakra is low in energy or you feel it's blocked. You might feel disconnected from your emotions or like you don't really have deep feelings. You can feel distant from your own life. It can be difficult to experience joy to share your feelings. Shared emotional experiences is one way that people bond with each other. It's why doing things together creates deeper relationships. We go to a movie or we watch TV and we share the range of emotions with the characters and each other. Same with uh, going on a trip together. We're not just creating memories of the event itself. We're also sharing the same emotional energetic vibrations, and that connects us to one another. But if you're not even feeling your own emotions, it's very difficult to share them with others. Sometimes we feel emotionless and we expect other people to create emotions in us because our sacral chakras are so underactive. We expect that someone will come along and create loving feelings in us or sexual feelings in us, when in reality, we create them in ourselves. That's going to be a hard thing for some of us to believe or experience because we are so conditioned to believe that if the right person comes along, those feelings will just naturally be present. My suggestion is that the right person is you. That's a little simplified, I know, but the idea is that we don't need to wait for someone to create loving feelings in us. If you have trouble with low emotions or feeling detached from your feelings, I always suggest practicing feeling your feelings. You can think of something or someone that you love. Children and pets work well for a lot of us in this and then just let those feelings grow in you. 
This can be done for all emotions, but when we're talking about relationships, it might be more useful to focus on amplifying your ability and willingness to have loving feelings. It's just a method. It's just a technique. And we don't want to get too caught up in it because then feelings can start to feel fake. But that's, that's okay. The idea is just to get a little boost of energy into your sacral chakra so you can start owning and experiencing your emotions. At the other end of the sacral chakra scale are those of us who are addicted to feeling all our feelings all the time. If we don't have a ton of emotions happening, we think something is wrong. And it doesn't even matter what the feeling is. Joy, anger, sadness, jealousy, even compassion. Our sacral chakras are so overactive that all that drama seems not just normal, but necessary. And this can cause problems in our relationships because one of the beautiful things about a partner is the moments of contentment, neither too high or too low, just peaceful. And we'll never feel that way if what we crave is excitement, big emotional swings, that romantic movie epicness, which is great and fun sometimes. But on the other end of that is battles and rage. And most relationships can't withstand those swings for very long. If this is you, you love to have huge feelings. That's, that's lovely in a lot of ways. You're open to the entire range of human emotions. And don't stop being that way. I am absolutely not advocating that you hide or suppress your emotions. What we might work on developing here is that breath between our feelings and our actions. The space where we notice and name the feeling. And maybe even take a moment to see if we can determine where it came from, really came from. Not because he or she said or did something. Look at what happened. Look at your thoughts about what happened. And notice how you now feel about what happened. It takes a lot of practice sometimes, but that moment of being a witness to your feelings can save a lot of trauma and fighting. And it can create even deeper emotional connections with your partner because when we take the time to really understand ourselves, we also have the space to understand others. We're not so wrapped up in our own emotions that we become blind to how the people we love are feeling. Now, some of you are going to say that it's your partners who have the sacral chakra issues, that she's emotionally distant and needs more flow, or that he flies off the handle at the slightest thing, and maybe that's true. But unless they've indicated that they'd like to do sacral chakra work with you, Your option here is to do the work on yourself. (laughs) It's the theme of the day, right? And it's the thing that no one wants to hear. It would be so much easier if we could just get the other person to change instead of doing the hard work of personal growth. And I'll say what I always say. This does not apply to abusive relationships. 
there are non-negotiables that each of us have for ourselves and our relationships. We need to be clear on what those are individually, and it's, it's probably best if those are communicated to our partners. While we can't change other people, we also have the right to be safe physically, emotionally, mentally. And if you're not, all the chakra work in the world won't make your life or your relationship better. So yes, we can work on ourselves. And I think that's the best way to improve our experiences in the world, but not at the expense of our safety. So if you feel your partner is distant... Take some time to explore in yourself exactly what you're looking for. If it's to feel more love, see if you can find more love in yourself. That's not to say you can't ask for more communication or more expressions of love, but be willing to accept that the answer might be no. No, she's not in a place where she can do that right now. And then you have the option to love anyway to take care of yourself, to create more love for you. And to remember that no one is obligated to make you feel a certain way. In fact, you know I'd argue that no one can make you feel a certain way. And while it might be easier if she said and did the things you want so that you can have the thoughts and feelings you want, you are capable of having those thoughts and feelings already. And here's the thing. You're not obligated to make anyone feel a certain way either. And again, it might be that you can't even if you wanted to. Not that doesn't mean, of course, that we disregard how our words and actions affect people. When we love someone, we might want to say and do things that make it easy for them to feel love. And that's wonderful. Let's do that. Let's, let's say and do things that make love easy in the world. But we can also know that not everyone can. Not everyone wants to or even knows that that's an option. So if you want to feel more love, more connected with a partner that you think is distant, find ways to feel more love that rely on yourself, not another person. It works. It really does. There are definitely a few doubters out there, and I understand because I was 100% one of them, but you can feel more love, loved, and loving without even one change in another person. Now, if you feel that your partner is overly emotional, my, my best sacral chakra suggestion is the same. When someone comes at us with a strong emotion, the natural human reaction is to match it. Remember how we talked about shared emotional experiences? This is one of them. We want to connect, and even when that particular emotional connection is damaging to our relationship, that's how our brains and hormones and bodies work. We match. We match anger, frustration, sadness, but we also match joy and love and compassion. It's some serious sacral chakra work that I know each one of you is capable of doing. Learn to create that space, that breath, that witness to emotions. Allow yourself to react to strong emotions with your own strong emotions, but ones that you choose. 
ones that you believe will create the emotional energy that you want to experience in your relationship. When you understand your own emotional process, when you understand yourself better, you're better equipped to manage situations where you feel someone else isn't managing their emotions. So I hope that was helpful to you in starting to understand how your two lowest energy centers, the root chakra and the sacral chakra, are affecting your relationships. It's so interesting that one of the hardest things in life, a relationship, is also one of the things that so many of us desperately want. Being a human being is so fascinating. Remember that you can always connect with me on Facebook and Instagram at Your Chakra Coach. If this podcast is helpful to you, if it is valuable to you, consider joining my Patreon page. I have extra content there like videos and things that you'll get access to. And you'll also be providing the resources I need to keep creating this show for you. The link to all of that is in the show notes. Thank you for listening this week and every week. I love you and appreciate you and all the work you do in the world through your own growth and journey, changing your mind, changing your vibrations, and changing your life. Have a beautiful day, and I'll see you next week.